Hey there, Patriots. I'm so glad you're joining with me. I have a very special guest today. She is going to help us to understand how we can become true Americans and be what they call a living man or woman on the land. So it's, I've been wanting to do this for several weeks now. So I'm so thankful that America First is coming on with me. If you're new to our channel, I want to show you something. Um, this is our of the website. Let me just share this real quick. This is the website. Um, freedomforce.live. This is where we, we post all of our, our information in case YouTube shuts us down, which they already did. Um, we are now on, let me show you this real quick. We're on, uh, these are the sites. We are on uh, BitChute and Rumble. I have a, a the Telegram Freedom Force Battalion. All right, so that's how you can find us. And what we do here is we look at the 17 posts. We look at the current events and we look at the Trump tweets, whoever they come through, right? All his communication in the light of God's word, because this is literally biblical. This is a huge day. It's not just monumental and big, but it is literally biblical because the Lord promised that this day would come when we would no longer be um, uh, oppressed by these tyrants and these captive, uh, this, our captors. He promised that. And that's what my whole channel is about is to show how this is biblical. Um, I've been a missionary for 10 years, I've been in, in the Word of God for 35 years, teaching the Word of God for 35 years, and it all made sense once we started to hear from 17. So anyway, here's the book that I wrote, End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace. It's biblical, literally. This is the end of them. It's not the end of us. They tried to scare us into not ever identifying them, but we have now identified them. We know who they are. So I want to show you, that's where you get it on Amazon. It's in German and Spanish and English now. Here is the telegram, Freedom Force Battalion, QAnon.pub. So definitely check us out. And so I'm going to introduce you to my friend um, the her uh, where she posts a lot is the matrix groove show you can find it on in the matrix.com and you can also find it at t.me slash mg show all right so um welcome america first i'm so glad that you're here with me well thank you for having me and thank you for bringing light to this topic yes and thank you for being willing to share this information because I've been working on trying to get up to speed. Now, one of the things that I did do, I think you, you know, is I read Anna's book and it is fantastic. I, I, uh, you can purchase it on Amazon for $23 or whatever. I got the Kindle. So, because I wasn't willing to wait. So I think you're going to help us to understand some of the things that are in her book um, that really help us to understand how we got in this predicament and how we can get ourselves out and that you've actually gone through these steps. All right. So this is such a wonderful book. You know, something is wrong when an American affidavit of probable cause. So I really truly encourage everyone to get that. So yes. Yeah, so um, I'm going to let Kimberly, take over and share the screen. And if I have a question, she's going to um, let me ask a question. All right, go. For sure. And I want to call attention to the fact that this is a book that Anna published. However, it is also an affidavit, which is a sworn statement. Um, and in this case, it's probable cause. And there's a lot of factual history. And there's a lot of information in there regarding the fraud that's been committed and perpetrated against the American people and um, what we should do about it. It's also Great. certified at the end um, with a, her seal, which is her thumbprint and her a wedding signature, a copy of her wedding signature. And it gives you a list of all the parties that have been delivered this affidavit um, around the world, including the queen and the Pope, um, 
former President Obama, Joe Biden, et cetera. So this is definitely one for your library. You're gonna to wanna to keep this, whether you have it on Kindle or paperback or both. Um, I personally have the Kindle copy because I'm like you, I didn't wanna wait. Right. So with that said, why don't I go ahead and prepare my screen for sharing? That's um, awesome. And it's, it's, I love how Anna writes because it's not um, heady. It's not so complicated. That is, they have drawings in there that are like for kindergartners, and we're going to see some of that on here that that, that America First sh shares with us. So wonderful that she made it simple enough for just regular people to understand who don't have, you know, these big fancy degrees. And it is very illustrated. That is, in fact, true. And um, I love that about the book. Yeah. So let me share my screen and okay. and. Um, Okay, if you could stop sharing your screen. Oh, I'm and sorry. Allow I'm, me. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> I'm not mm -hmm. used to doing that. Okay, now go. <laughs> All righty. I will share my screen. Let me put it in presentation view for you. Terrific. Um, there you go. Can you see that? Perfect. Okay. So um, I have been teaching people what it means to be an American state national and how to truly achieve your God-given freedom and really live in your unalienable rights. And with that, um, I'll, re I'll remind you that the Lord has plans to prosper us, not to harm us. Um, he wants to give us a hope and a future. He wants to um, honor the desires of our heart. And so when we partner with him and walk in truth, uh, we will truly find freedom. So um, a little bit about what I teach on class objectives and a couple of things I wanna point out here. Um, the information that you'll see here is not a replacement for your own research and your own homework. Um, it's really important that you dig in at this point in time and learn and discover your true history, the history of your family. Where did your ancestors come from? Build your family tree if you haven't already done so. Make sure that you have an understanding of where you came from. Um, this information is going to offer a point of leverage. It's a way for you to build momentum and to really discover your true history. Um, and so we wanna share this information responsibly. It gives you the opportunity to reclaim your birthright political status as an American, to understand um, and bring awareness to historical events and help you to learn how to live under constitutional law with all your natural rights intact, okay? So what has happened? Um, and I will give credit to Anna. This comes from her book that we just discussed. You know, something's yeah. wrong when. Um, Love that. The trust in Genesis. So God was our creator. If you so in fact believe that God was creator, I think most people do um, believe that God created the earth and he was the donor. That earth, also known as the asset, was given to the trustee, Adam. And Adam left this asset to all future generations or progeny. So no man is over any other man. Um, the earth belongs to all of us and we should care for it as the valuable asset that it is. However, we should be careful not to be manipulated um, for one party's one party or another party's gain. The earth is divided up into different jurisdictions. You can see on the screen here, the air jurisdiction, the sea jurisdiction, and the land jurisdiction. That's going to be important to understand. And if you feel like this is confusing or jurisdictions don't make sense, just study and read the material. 
at some point the light bulb will just go on and it will just click. Yeah. And that's a very okay. important point because you know, jurisdiction is really where it's at as far as who controls what. Anyway. Yes. Who is the um, con controlling um, who, when you determine where you are in jurisdiction, that gives someone the right to speak to you or over you, depending on which jurisdiction. And I'll explain a little bit more, more about that in a, in a second. Yeah. But I just want to call attention to the fact that in the air jurisdiction, um, in the sea jurisdiction, there are no living people. The living people, animals, plants, minerals are all national in nature and all reside in the land jurisdiction. So let's suffice it to say that we've been operating in the sea jurisdiction for our lifetimes and for um, many, 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 many hundreds of years. And being treated so, as if we were dead. Being treated as if we were dead. This picture here from Anna's book will give you a good uh, mental image of the things that we should focus on. The law of the sea is where U.S. citizens fly the war flag with horizontal stripes. Did you know that the, the flag we've known as the American flag is actually a war flag? There's a wartime flag. If you look to the left of the image, you'll see the vertical stripe flag, which is the civil flag or the peacetime flag. So um, what does that tell you about our current state of affairs? Are we truly in wartime? That's a question you should ask yourself and, and ponder down into the research if, if that's something that uh, you feel compelled to do. But if you look at the pier here, you'll see in the land jurisdiction, we are governed by the public law, the common law, the Geneva Conventions, the Constitution, and the law of Moses or the Mosaic law, also known as the 10 commandments. That's Exodus 20. I would refer you to the Geneva Bible to review that scripture. And um, most people are familiar with the 10 commandments, but the Geneva Bible version is what our country was founded on. So when we anchor in common sense and the declaration of independence, we can remain secure on the land jurisdiction, right? What do you have in the sea jurisdiction? You have all those fictitious entities. Corporations are fictitious. Attorneys are, um, they are officers of the uh, the court of the corporation, right? This corporation that has led us to believe in our lifetimes, at least, that it is part of our government. It is a subcontractor to our contractor. They provide governmental services. They are a for-profit corporation, evidenced by their Dun & Bradstreet numbers. Um, all of this is researchable. So when you're born, um, a fraud was committed against you. And you are presumed to be one of these U.S. citizens out here on the open seas or inland navigable waterways, and you are presumed lost, dead, or missing. Like so we're going to talk in the boat, like the got little guy, the little guy in the boat. Okay, you're a vessel out there just roaming around, um, and you need somebody to look after you. Okay, so when you say fictitious, define what you mean by that. So a corporation is not a tangible, real thing. You can't touch it. You can't, it's just a mode of operating, right? So it operates in the uh, C jurisdiction and it is um, incorporated, right? So it's got certain um, rules bound to it by the nature of being incorporated. And, um, and yeah, so you, it's not a real thing. 
It's a corpse. <laughs> it's it's a corpse. It's a corporation, otherwise known as a corpse. You're correct. Okay. That, that is an interesting way to state it, for sure. So um, a little bit about jurisdictions. You know, you, you've got unincorporated and incorporated, and for the sake of time, I'm not going to read all these to you, but... Um, you know, the land is where all the actual assets are. There's gold, there's silver, there's the land itself, there's minerals in the land, like, um, you know, diamonds and, you know, things like amethyst and magnetite. And now you have all your, your rocks, your sedimentary, your igneous, your metamorphic rocks. Um, so there's lots of value on the land itself. The sea is all the fictional assets. It's titles, it's stocks, it's bonds, corporations. They all have their existence on or in the sea, right? And then the air is global in nature and that is um, you know, what you would think of as, as um, the heavens. So corporate entities are private, non-commercial and unincorporated. Incorporated entities are established by a corporate charter granted by an unincorporated or a sovereign entity. The unincorporated government can charter an incorporated entity, but an incorporated entity cannot create an an unincorporated one or a government. This is because a man can create a name, create and name an organization, but an organization cannot create a man. So that's really important. Um, the corporate and, and incorporated. So those are different. And okay, so corporate or private. Corporate, a corporate entity. You know, corporate is, um, you know, all things together. You know, families are corporate, churches are corporate. Okay. Um, but that's different from incorporated. Okay. Okay. And so these are, um, these are dead entities. And so we are, you know, we're going to talk about that here in a minute. Have they been man, man needs to rule over them? Right. right. They don't rule over man. Right. And so that's exactly. And so they've incorporated us. We're going to talk about that in a second, basically so that they can control us as if we are just a piece of paper. So one of the questions you can ask yourself is you can say, if there was no man, could corporations still exist? incorporated entities, I should say. And if there were no incorporated entities, could man still exist? Right. <laughs> right. right. Without man, the incorporated entities um, that have been chartered don't really have a purpose or an existence. Right. I guess, but the, the for, for simplicity's sake, this is how legally they have been able to find a way to own and control Yes. And we're going to talk about that okay. um, in the dead baby scam in just a second. Okay. But I want, to clear, I want to clear up two, uh, two other points. Okay. So if you look at on the upper right, unincorporated businesses under full commercial liability must indemnify themselves and incorporated businesses function under limited commercial liability and they insure themselves. So what's the, okay. so you want to be unincorporated? You want to be unincorporated. You are, you are by nature unincorporated. Our government by nature is unincorporated. Right. That makes sense. Right. So um, here is an image of the great fraud. All your variations of names. You've got your trademark, your estate name, which is all uppercase, first, middle, and last name. Um, on the left, in the center, you have your trade name or your lost at sea. That's the upper lowercase version of your first, middle, and last. And on the right, you have your transmitting utility which is your upper with only your middle initial, right? And then you'll see um, your first name, last name, and all uppercase at the bottom, 
as a ward of the state. Okay, before you move on, because this I know people are probably their eyes are glazing over, like what is all of this? Okay, look up, look at the bottom left uh, or the middle left, John William Doe trademark. Do you guys see that? And then the John W. Doe. There's they have a different. They use your name differently, whether it's going to be for your the estate or for the trade name or for the transmitting utility. It's all a ways to make money. They can make money on you ten different ways. Okay, hundred different ways. So that's the reason they have. Uh, it, the capitalization, whether they use your full middle name, whether they use just your middle initial or, you know, whatever it is so that they can use you to make money. Yes, it's by design. Someone didn't just leave the cap locks on and decide that, right, oh, it's right. just best to, to type your name in all uppercase. So they're not shouting at you. It's truly a, a incorporated um, version of yourself. So there's you, the living person, with your name given by your parents, your first, middle, and last. In this case, it's John William Doe. And there's also a business or a trademark, a state name, a corporation, a fictitious corporation in the same name. So when someone calls you and says, um, you know, I want to address John William Doe, you, you have to ask yourself which one. And which one they're speaking to determines which jurisdiction you're in, right? Because the living you should be on the land jurisdiction. The fictitious you should be in the C jurisdiction, right? And so that's why, um, like all of our government documents, we get are all in caps or, or like on your your li uh, driver's license. I'm thinking and yes. your your, and your um, um, voter registration, that kind of thing. It's all in mm -hmm. caps because it's that's basically, for lack of a better term, it's, it's our slave name. That's correct. That's correct. All right. This is known as the great fraud. Okay, and just as a brief history, a couple of things I want to point out here is that this um, giving working class men voting rights in corporate government was an exchange for seizing the copyright to their names, their rights, their labor, and the value of whatever private assets they may have. It made them a voluntary indentured servants. Okay, voluntary can be debate debated, and we'll talk about that in a in a moment, but it's important to recognize that you've not only been impersonated, but you've been enfranchised. So um, this practice began in England. So the Englishmen clamored to be enfranchised and thought that the right to vote gave them a greater voice in their government. Instead, it stole everything of value and monetized it for the benefit of the government. The unincorporated government of the United States of America did not want to go along with this. So the government services corporations that were hired to do certain services for us um, bankrupted via an illegal commercial mercenary, quote, war and all of its associated expenses known as the Civil War. Right. Before you so, go on, I just want to mention one thing just so people know that that was really that's the true reason for the Civil War. Because yes. they were trying to do this fraud and a lot of people realized it. Some people and a lot of people did not. Okay. So you've got this war and then they use this on both sides. You know, it didn't need to go on that long, but they used it to bankrupt us. And so then after that point, they say, oh, we've got to do, do the reconstruction because you are, you know, in such a desperate plight, but they were reconstructing our constitution. So if you go to freedomforce.live slash free, I've got a video on this very thing. I go into more detail, freedomforce.live slash free. And I go into the civil war and the whole baloney that was perpetrated on us. All right, thanks. So in this process 
of becoming enfranchised, it wasn't realized that the real circumstances behind it were voluntary indenturement, and that was never disclosed. So over time, profits from this enfranchisement began to dwindle. And so there was a movement to enfranchise women. And that was the goal behind the 1918 women's rights movement. Eventually, this became an automated birth certificate process to enfranchise every baby born around the world. I think there's only six countries that do not participate in this process. Oh, really? So when you're thinking about the legacy you want to leave for your future generations and you think about back on your history, try to trace your family history back to civil war and then just pre-civil war and know where, who were your family members? Where did they come from? What was their, you know, how many children did they have? Where did they live? Those kind of things. It will be very, very insightful and be a great thing to leave to your future generations. Yes. I'm reminded of Matthew 16, 19. It says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. When we loose this lie on earth, we're going to loose the heavenlies. Wow. Wow. The big fraud. How can we truly walk in our God-given destiny and our purpose? Right. If we're living in bondage. Right. Right. And that's the point. That's why we're I'm having you on because we have to leave this slave state. So, and I just want to mention this because I'll, you know, you know, this stuff backwards and forwards, but for new people coming in, we, you know, we did have these, uh, we were free prior to the civil war. Am I right? And then, and then at that point, they, in, they incorporated us using these various ways of, 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 of trading say, okay, you get a right to vote. We'll, we'll give you this right to vote as if it's not our God given, right. We'll give you this right to vote in exchange for you becoming our indentured servant. Okay. So the, the point is, you know, we, it wasn't that the, the, the whole point about being citizens the people weren't citizens until after the civil war. Am I right? Um, virtually Anna has written, um, several times on the potential for this fraud to have gone back 800 years, not in this exact way. Right. Right. They, they, they ride the pony until the pony's worn out and then they manipulate it slightly. Right. Um, which is, I believe the purpose of the purpose of this vaccine, right. Is to take the fraud and twist it slightly. Which right. we know that's how our adversary works. Right. He's only got a handful of schemes. He right. just uses them over and over right. and manipulates them slightly. Yeah, because they already own all of our land. They own, you know, they've indentured the men and the women and now the children with the birth certificates. And now it's a matter of them taking our assets. And that's what the reset was really supposed to be about. Well, that and modifying our DNA through the the COVID um, shot. Right. Yeah. Right. So I, I guess I didn't I don't know if I said that well, but bottom line, after the Civil War, then they they had they changed our Constitution. And then they, they say, you know, you you uh, by voting, you're going to become part of uh, what they call the U.S. citizen. Right. Uh, so there's there's two different corporations. And I'll explain that here in just right. a moment. Right. Um, and there's citizen of the United States or there's a United States citizen. Right. Um, both have different meaning. And a lot of people would just naturally think, oh, well, that's just two ways of saying the same thing. Not, not at all. And it's yeah. not. And this is where semantic deceit comes in. Yeah. Right. They've deliberately played with our names and words um, to and manipulate us. 
It's fraud. It's fraud. Yeah. What do we know about fraud? It vitiates everything. And there's no statute of limitations. Right. And I've just found personally for me that once I know the truth and the fraud has been exposed, I can't go back. Right. I have to walk in the light. I have to, I have to honor who God made me to be. And that is a living woman, not presumed lost, dead, or missing at sea. I'm none of those things. So that's what motivated me to really dig in and understand this and then learn how um, to walk in it, operate in it and complete the process. And just like, we're not going back to CNN or (laughs) fake news. Right. All right. That's right. That's, uh, that's uh, okay. So, so, um, so what happened? They automated this indenturement, right. By, by certifying every child born from the moment they're born. And if you're listening, please make sure you're sitting down and really paying attention to this part because um, this is very, very important. Yep. Although we've been doing some birth census for quite some time, um, the records were not captured in the way that we know of them today. Obviously technology, um, computers, the whole life, but the records were recorded at the local church, um, placing a record in the family Bible and or publishing it in a local publication, whether it was a newspaper or television or however, um, you know, birth announcements, et cetera, people published to the community that there was a new child um, born into the world. And um, after World War II, people were required to prove they were American citizens in order to work for defense-related plants or factories. And thus the birth certificate was born. I, I just hospital. was so shocked when I read that, 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 that we didn't have birth certificates before that. Well, they weren't formal in the way that they are now, where they're issued at the hospital with certain information signed by certain parties. Um, so the hospital submits this birth certificate form to the Department of Commerce to issue a birth certificate. The mother signs the form, or maybe it's the father, as an informant. And by doing so, there's an assumption made that she knowingly and voluntarily hands title to the baby over as a ward of the state without full disclosure. That title can also be named as a deed. So she deeds her baby over to the state. Unknowingly. Unknowingly. The birth certificates issued. Um by the Department of Commerce, they seize your given name and they create a person, which is not born, but is birthed, just like a ship is birthed into the open waters through a canal, but it's B-E-R-T-H. Again, here's a little semantic semantic deceit. Um, With the birth of this person, you're declared civilly dead and your name and estate are deemed granted to the British Crown. And now you're labeled as chattel property or cargo of a vessel, all for the purpose of commerce. And so now the baby's enfranchised and subject to commerce or admiralty law. This is a mischaracterization of our nature and of our political status as a legal person and fictional entity, which results later in genocide, at least on paper. And identity theft, the natural identity of a man or as a man or woman and a lawful trade name is killed and then considered 
as a decedent upon the issuance of a false birth certificate in his or her name. This birth certificate is proof that your natural political status was changed without your knowledge or consent and that your state was seized upon by the District of Columbia Municipal Corporation in criminal malfeasance and an act of war against an innocent non-combatant vessel. That vessel is owed protected status. Um, this is evidenced in your name on any official document in all capital letters. Only incorporated or enfranchised entities are referred to in this way. So if we look further at the dead baby scam, your work, your labor, and even your body have been pledged to the powers that be. They can borrow assets from others using you, your land, your home, and your business, and any assets you own as collateral. The banks and governments claim these assets as abandoned and seize them under false pretense, pretenses for their own benefits. When you reach the age of majority, you didn't do anything to free yourself. One, you weren't made aware of the situation. You didn't even know there was a fraud perpetrated against you. So it was presumed again that you should remain a ward of the state because you were incompetent and you became a beneficiary of the public charitable trust. This trust was originally set up as welfare relief for indigents and displaced from the plant, um, indigent Negroes who were displaced from the plantations after the Civil War. So then you have to ask yourself, um, did slavery really ever end or was it just a semantic deceit again? Right. And, and just gathering more into their, into their uh, trade. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that is a lot. What you just said is a lot. Y'all might have to go back and rewind, but that's uh, basically what has happened. But, you know, but it, it, it makes sense because they are, they will find any way in the world to control us for their own benefit, their own financial benefit. And that's what it's about about. And I regret that I have to break your heart in this way. I know. This may be new information to many people. Right. right. Um, but, but the good you know, what, you're here to tell us how to get, how to get out of this mess. What the enemy means for harm, God will turn around and use for Amen. good. Amen. So stay, stay in faith, patriots. Yes. Um, stay in faith. Okay. So we talked a little bit already about your different variations of your name. Right. So. When you become an American national, you've got to record three different acts of expatriation and oath of allegiance um, and reclaim all of those names. And you've got to renounce the citizenship or assume political status and then repatriate them to the land of your birth. OK, so um, it's a lot of paperwork, but they made it's it a, so, it's so simple because in the past, people would take 10, 10 years to get all this untangled. And now we've got it streamlined. It's amazing. It is a cured process, which means it's been tried and tested and it is um, legitimate and it works. Yeah. So stick to the process. Don't get overwhelmed by all of the parts of the elephant that you need to eat. Just take one bite at a time, right. one foot in front of the other. So you were a U.S. citizen or known as a U.S. citizen your whole life. And you thought, hey, I'm an American. I'm a, I'm a member of the United States. That's not exactly what it means. There are two kinds of citizens of the United States. Um, federal civil service employees and their dependents and Negroes who in the wake of the Civil War were categorized as citizens as a means of seizing upon and enslaving them to pay the debts of the Confederacy. And that's heartbreaking. Yes. Truly. 
The definition right. of a U.S. citizen, once incorporated, was redefined as a decedent. That has its root in the word deceased. Right. Which are people who willingly abandon their birthright state. I don't know about you, but at a few hours old, I didn't know I was abandoning anything. I didn't do it. I didn't know. I blamed I my mother. <laughs> I could not have known. Like, I didn't know either. So yeah. if you think about this, so how did this get started? In midwives and clergy in the Middle Ages could not account for what the placenta was. This is so crazy. It, it appeared to them to be hideously malformed, a living being, a monster. It had a pulse but it mysteriously always died shortly after the baby was born. So not knowing any better, they assumed it was a a sort of evil twin to the child. They named it after the child and buried it. This was the genesis of the straw man and the practices associated with creating and justifying the existence of an infant decedent and probating its estate. Think about that. That's crazy. You're born, yet you're dead. And your state, your estate is probated. It sounds straight from the pits of hell. It, 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 that's the only place this stupidity and evil would come from. Yes, you are exactly right. So a parent has a child. The placenta, the afterbirth, let's just say as a collective name for all of the parts is left behind. The hospital seizes upon that property and retains it. They claim the DNA is found and as abandoned property. That purportedly gives them the right to claim you right down to your very DNA. It's crazy. Is that, I mean, <laughs> just get your, I mean, <laughs> yeah. No living person yeah. in their right mind would think this is okay. This is not okay. No. So this is why, as an American national, we notarize and record a paramount claim of life. We want to nullify any claim of ownership over us down to our very zygote. That is the moment the, the egg and the sperm came together to unite each of their 23 chromosomes. Right. And just as a side note, we did that actually in the, one of the state things that the state assemblies have done is to secure our DNA. That's one of the first things we've done. So, yeah. So we want to record this paramount claim of life. So there's, there's a purpose behind every document in the process that I'm going to talk to you about here in just a moment. Okay, good. Yeah. So then that led us to this, this history of taxation, right? As U S citizens, taxes were only meant for federal um, government employees and or for federal services to be paid for um, by the states and sin taxes, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms as excise taxes on gasoline, oil purchases, telephone services, and natural gas utilities, right? Because those are all public utilities that we need, that we all collectively should own together. Right. And maintain. Later, yeah. Yes, and maintain. Later, they extended the funds collections to corporations. Why do you pay taxes? Because they consider you a corporation. Taxes in the 125,000 pages of, of tax code, they never define income. And Truott goes on in, in a conversation with, with Anna to talk about um, during his college years, he tried to get the IRS to define income for one of his um, professors in his coursework. 
and he never could get an answer from them. It took the Supreme Court to establish that income is gain on capital. What we as living people earn when we go to work is wages. So does that mean that your entire life you've been paying uh, your working life, you've been paying federal income tax that you weren't responsible for paying? So when you mean gain on capital, as in we are a corporation and that we're, we're having a, a proceeds from our corporation. Yes, but you know, they're not as a living person, you have a basis, right? You have a inherent value and that comes from, um, you know, your education, the, your experience, the knowledge you have, the amount of physical strength that you have to produce, you know, some people are better at, you know, moving heavy things than other people. Um, some people are taller, some people are shorter. So every one of us has an intrinsic value that's not being considered in this process. Right. Um, and and we're so not, we're, we're, bottom line is we're a living man or woman. We are not a corporation. Exactly. Be taxed. Well, they've commingled the two, right? And, and if you get stopped by a police officer for driving, which is actually a commercial activity, um, when you're traveling, as you should be free to travel according to the Constitution, they've recharacterized it as driving, which is a commercial activity. So when you are, are stopped for a moving violation, and if there is cause and reason for them to arrest you, and they take you, or even if there isn't cause or reason, if, they're, if you're arrested in the process, they're not arresting your corporation. It's a fictitious entity. They're arresting you, a living person right. with the same name. So they commingle when it's convenient. Right, right, right. And they figure they'll just catch me if you can. Yes. The, they think that um, we're none the wiser and we're not smart enough um, to, to find our way out of this paper bag. Well, the problem is you don't know what you don't know. And you don't exactly. even know where to look. So this is what's so great about it. so many people have helped to put all these dots together. Well, Melissa, I can tell you, I feel like this is a divine um, appointment. I feel like that God has led us to this place on purpose yep. for a time such as this. Yep. To expose this right here and right now. Amen. And everyone that is a participant to this, that is living on this earth right at this moment, has been placed here for a time such as this. Amen. There is something on this earth that every single one of us are tasked to do that only we Amen. can do. God has given each one of us a purpose that only we can accomplish. Amen. Well, I, I, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen my video about Joel chapter two, but it's there's this uh, locust army. And what's so cool is they march in lockstep, not one getting in the way of the other. You know, each one of us has a role to play. You know, and that's why I say, you know, my role is to show how this is biblical. You know, that's my, and then your role is to help people, you know, with this. I mean, each one of us doing our, our assigned role, it's really quite something and it says that when you see the sign of the son of man which is anyway go into my biblical astronomy playlist and you'll see it but bottom line it says that we will um uh that when that happens that he will gather his elect his chosen ones from the four corners of the earth so we've been gathered together and each one of us hearing that uh, that call to action and and to and we can't stop like you were talking about before you're up all night and i am too just we can't stop until we fulfill this role that that has been assigned to us so exactly right. and right. i would I, even in my ministry I, i've been had the fortunate experience to be able to have some um great ministry in my life and be able to heal some wounds in my own heart 
And in the process, I've discovered that my motivational gift, what motivates me to operate is mercy, to lift the pain off of other people. So I teach this content out of mercy for people. I want people to be free. Oh, I love that. This is perfect the job for you then. That's so cool. I need to. So I'm not teaching because I'm a teacher. I'm teaching because I have a mercy gift and I want to help people relieve the oppression that they've been under and um, be free to live as God designed and intended. So let's get back to this. um, uh, 1941 Territorial United States Congress sets up a victory tax program where patriotic Americans could volunteer to have an amount equal to tax paid by federal employees to support the war effort. There was no income tax in the United States prior to World War II. Unfortunately, the end date set for that victory tax program was the end of hostilities. When is the end of hostilities? Hopefully soon. <laughs> when the Apparently the- we're still in it. Right, right, right. When the cabal is cast into the abyss, <laughs> then we'll have the end of hostilities and we'll be able to fly our, you know, everywhere fly the civil flags that we're in peacetime. So, yeah, though, though the World War II ended in September of 1945, Congress never repealed the legislation or amended the language. They went right on taxing Americans under false pretenses. Right. And ever this ever since then, there's been some kind of war that allows them to claim ongoing hostilities to justify continuing to tax Americans. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, that is get to the part where we get free. (laughs) Okay, so we're getting there. Okay. Income tax is voluntary, right? Um, We're not going to go into all that. We just kind of discussed that there isn't out and availability for you. This is an infographic that is readily available on onavonrights.com. It's also on the americanstatesassembly.net. I would study this intently. I would keep it on your person. I would keep it on your phone. Okay, before, back you, to okay it. before we leave that, hold on. I will, I'll, I'll, let me go back to my screen real quick. I want to show everybody how you can get to that, okay? So put your finger okay, right let up. Let me stop sharing. Okay, I don't think okay. I even need to. I think I was okay. able to. All right, so then when you, you, go. Go to, you go to the website, freedomforce.live, okay? And then you go to the social, Freedom Links. You see right there, Freedom Links. Okay, I'm going to go to that. And the crazy thing is I was not able to add these links to my website. Isn't that weird? Isn't that crazy? Okay, so I have... It's going to go on slow. I guess I'm stressing my system, but that's the, those are the videos I've done already. Like the civil war that I was telling you about, it's on freedomforce.live slash free. But here, if you click right here on this link, right here at the top, it will take you to where you can have the link to Anna, you say Anna von rights as in, mm-hmm. as in your God given right. rights. Yes, but it's R E I T Z. What I did, I hit the wrong button. I'm on autopilot, right? Let me go back. Okay, here we go. Here it is. Here's to remove your status. This is what you're talking about. To remove your status mm-hmm. from the uh, corporate cabal constitution. That's the website there, the americanstateassembly.net slash correct your status. To join your state assembly, go to uh, states.americanstatenationals.org. And then um, there's another Patriots Nationwide uh, taskforce.org. And then here's where you learn tons from Anna Von Reitz, R-E-I-T-Z.com. Okay, I just wanted you guys mm-hmm. to see where you can access all of that. Okay, so now and you can back. go read her her blood money series. It's very concise, and um, there's three thousand plus posts on her on her web web page. But if you go straight to the blood money series toward the bottom of the list, yeah, you'll find that very helpful. 
Okay, so, okay, let's do it that real quick. Why you, if you feel like that's something we need to look at. Yes, I would um, okay. show the people how to find that blood money series. Okay, okay. and if I would also, while down. you're pulling that up, mm -hmm, scroll down the, to the bottom. Oh, okay, on this main page. Just, yes. Go, go click on home under her picture. Yes, huh? No, for here? No, that's on order. Yeah, click there, home. Home. The blog posts are right on the main page. Oh, okay, right here. Okay, home. Uh -huh. So scroll down. While you're scrolling to the bottom, I'll just mention there are actually three constitutions. A constitution is a contract, a power sharing agreement. And so there is an organic constitution and there is a territorial constitution and there is a municipal constitution. Hang on, before you go on, because I, I, I can't list, I'm trying to, <laughs> I can't do two things at once. So it's, look at all these videos, you guys. Yeah, it's just mammoth. Okay, so don't let me hurt your eyes, but um, look at 2000 for goodness sakes. Okay, so then at the- Yeah, it's gonna be down to 3,000, I think it's 3,080. Okay, and we're looking to- Blood money, it's gonna be blood money. The first one is just called blood money. Oh, here we go, 3087. 3087. Okay, and then it's and then, 3088, blood money too. So you're saying we, they should look at this? All of those blood money series articles, they're up to 19. I think there's gonna be several more coming, um, but start with blood money one okay. and then go down the list okay. and that'll that'll help you wow. Wow. summarize wow. Wow. all these okay. years of fraud kind of in a wow. short series. okay okay terrific okay then yeah go ahead and take the screen back over because now people will know how to do that after we get finished okay you have to stop sharing i keep forgetting to do that all right now go <laughs> okay so let's go back to this infographic so the infographic here um it kind of is representative of everything we've kind of talked about so far in terms of, I want you to pay attention to the watermarks in the background. That's the light shaded print. Yes. Um, also want you to notice um, the font and the type. So upper case, upper lower case. Oops, sorry about that. Let me go back one screen. Um, if you'll notice the, um, in the center here where it says John Quincy Adams in red ink, yes. that red, we sign in red ink on certain forms as a proof of a living man or woman as the color of our blood. We also seal with our thumbprint. Now, when you can start to complete this paperwork process, you're going to copyright your name. So there's going to be a new way in which you sign documents in the future because you're going to be signing as a living man or woman. Love it's it. also important to learn to use terms like my son or my daughter, um, you being a man or a woman instead of female and male, parent and children, um, boy and girl. Right? Those are corporate terms that identify or reference the corporation. So when you fill out a paperwork and it says parent, I would put a line through it and I would put mother slash father right you want to you want to make the record record factual and identify yourself as who you are and not a corporation as who they tell you that you are right you are who god says you are mm -hmm. not who man who man says you are important so um 
if you look in the center here, it says the corporate United States, a foreign governmental services corporation with contract to provide 19 basic services owed to the people of the land who employ them. That is instead masquerading as our lawful government and practicing crimes of personage, baritry, identity theft, probate fraud, semantic deceit, press ganging. That's pulling people into um, different jurisdiction. False claims in commerce, unlawful conversion of assets, inland piracy, kidnapping, human trafficking, and genocide. If you'll notice on the left-hand side, I have to have this conversation a lot of times with people. And they talk about the United States government. Which government are you talking about? And are they the actual unincorporated government or is it the incorporated government services contractor? They are for-profit corporations. They have a dual allegiance. They have an allegiance to a foreign corporation. On the left-hand side of the territorial government, their allegiance is to the queen. The right-hand side under the municipal United States government, their allegiance is to the Pope. Ultimately, the Queen's allegiance is to the Pope. So theoretically, they're both allegiance to the Pope in some regards, but you'll notice on the bottom left-hand corner under territory United States, doing business as the United States of America, Inc. On the right-hand side, you'll notice the United States, Inc. Yes. Well, the municipal corporation has been bankrupted and sunsetted as of late last year. I think it was October or November that Anna said. Yay! That is the Pope's government. That is your all caps name. Yay! Uh, Anna has written an article whereby um, we have the American credits. And notice I said the American credits. You'll also note, I'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. On the right-hand side, you'll notice that this is um, your birth certificate signed by your informant mother and given an all caps name. This is a citizen okay. of the United States. Okay. Okay. On the left-hand side, you'll see it's a foreign situs trust. It's a what? So it's a what? Foreign situs trust. S-I-T-I-S. Uh-huh. S-I-T-U-S. U-S. Your American trade name was stolen to create this foreign situs trust without your knowledge or consent. So it's important to understand this picture and 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 I think or this infographic. I think it gives you a great physical picture and right. it helps create a mental image of all of these things. So I would study this and yes. kind of dig and, in. And I want to just say one thing that I think it may be help. Remember, at the beginning, you guys, we were it was she was saying that we have the different jurisdictions: the air, the land, uh, the mm -hmm. sea, and the land. Okay, so the territorial. Equate, equates to the C jurisdiction, which is the which to, which equates to the um, to the to the crown, the British crown. Mm -hmm. And so, whenever you're taxed in a territory, in that and that's that's basically DC has been our territorial uh, government. Then that like with the IRS, that goes to the Queen, right? Am I saying that kind of right? For all intents and purposes. Okay. <laughs> yes. And you'll look under here, it says the territory of the United States is comprised of 57 incorporated state franchises. Yeah. There's 50 state of states. Right. So it's going to be upper and lower case. Right. And in, and like it would say, the state of New Jersey, upper right. lower case. Which is and the seven, same as New Jersey. Uh, yes. So there's there's um, New Jersey, all lower case, which is the physical land. There's capital upper lower case New Jersey. 
state, and then there's state of New Jersey, and then there's state of New Jersey in all caps, which I'm going to show you that in a second. Right. And this also includes the seven insular states, so the territories, Puerto Rico, right. Guam, Virgin Islands. Lots of different ways that they can steal from us is the point. But And on the right-hand side, yeah, you'll see the municipal yeah, but the United States. Before we go into that, I want to make sure everybody understands, the territorial really is is the is the federal government, that, and that goes, that, that equates to the crown, the, the British. Well, they both are. The municipal and the territorial both have a play. So everything that's been done in our government has been done twice. Okay. Once for the territory and once for the municipal. But the municipal really is speaking to who, who controls the municipal. That's the heir. That's the, the papacy. So when you get church, uh, 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 tax in your municipality, that actually is going to the, to the papacy. Well, yes, but you have to look at, so when, um, when you get something that says state of New Jersey in upper lower case, yes, that is territorial corporation C jurisdiction. Okay. When you get something that says state of New Jersey in all caps, okay, in your all caps name, okay, that is municipal corporation also in the C jurisdiction. That's why they're both in the water portion of this picture. Okay. Um, so you have so when people ask you you know, the state of New Jersey, you say, which one? When they right. say the U.S. government, you say, which one? Right. Now, our contract, our constitutional contract is with the queen, the Lord Mayor, and the Pope. Right. The, these corporations are subcontractors to them to provide the services that they contracted with us for. Right. And then they subcontract to other corporations like if you look at um you know there's other corporations that subcontract to these guys that provide additional services and because they say we were interregnum the unincorporated american people the governance of the people by the people for the people was interregnum or missing right so they took and delegated themselves powers that we never granted them outside of these 19 basic services Right. So when people say, well, our government, I have to stop them and say. It's a service corporation. It's not actually a for-profit services corporation. Right. Right. And we did everything by proxy. So we we really have to go back and say, we're going to run our government by the people and not have these proxies who just completely ran roughshod over us. Every four years, you proxy your vote or maybe every two years for certain offices, you proxy your vote. And they have no obligation to live up to the wishes of Clearly. their constituents. Clearly. Now, they can tell you, huh? they can tell you that they represent one set of ideals and they can um, earn your, your proxy. And then they can go off and do whatever it is that they want right. to do. And right. there's no, there's no consequence. There's no accountability. So, okay, the other thing is that, that the, if you notice in the picture, everybody, they see the people who are walking out of the sea and uh, you got the little, the, 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 the big shark over there. The, this is basically the American people. And we're like, we're going onto the land. Thank you. Bye. We're not going to be part Absolutely. of the Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what this whole conversation is about, right? It gives people the opportunity to know the historical facts and to be able to make a decision about which jurisdiction they want to live in and which um, inherent uh, rights or privileges, well, I shouldn't say inherent, inherent rights or 
um, privileges. So down in the C jurisdiction, you have traded your rights for privileges. That's why when they mandate masks and they say, oh, well, you have to, and you say, well, it's not a law. It didn't go through legislation. And they say, you have to. And right. they can do that because you're a U.S. citizen. You're one of them. You're one of their, um, uh, you're wow. one of their franchises. You're, yeah. they own you. Right. And they can just tell you what to do or so they think. Right. Becoming an American stands up and says, wait a minute, I'm a living man or a woman and I am entitled to my unalienable rights. God gave me the right to have free will to choose for myself. Right. And I've been saying it unalienable. I, 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 that may not be the proper way to say it, but it helps my brain to go, okay, they can't put a lien on these rights. Anyway. That's, hey, however you want to say it, as <laughs> long as we get the right. concept across, as long as we communicate right. the idea. Right. right. So, okay. Um, try to, so uh, there, if we can do about 30 more minutes and we might have to okay. do a separate video. Yeah. Okay. Now we can, we can wrap this up. So under the um, American state national program in the jurisdiction of the land, we govern under the constitution, the original organic constitution. That means the preamble, the constitution and the bill of rights. Um, I will leave you to study that on your own. Yes. Of we the also, United States, instead of we, the United States. Uh -huh. We also govern under the natural law. It is universal, it is immutable, and um, that's just the way that it is. That's the Ten Commandments in Exodus 20. I would refer you, I've got the NIV listed here, but we were actually founded on the Geneva Bible. So I would go to BibleGateway.com and use the Geneva, the 1599 Geneva Bible as your source for where we are founded. Governments are founded based on the religion of the, the society, and um, our ancestors used the Geneva Bible. Um, we are supposed to operate under a land, a de jure land government, which is where the people, the actual living people self-govern. And then we come together at the city, county, state levels. Um, we form American States Assemblies. There's a Federation of States, a Continental Congress, and then there's the federal government, the Fed, which we assign those certain enumerated powers that mitigate our risk in functioning in the international space in foreign affairs um, with other countries around the world. And so that's the way we're supposed to operate. It's structured somewhat what like this. Mean? What does de jour mean? Do you know? Um, anyway, I'm sorry. I'd have, to, I'd have to look up the actual definition, <laughs> okay, it's okay. but it's like, um, we can look that up. It's okay. Just keep going. That's good. Structured government. This is what it should look like. Um, and it's basically what I just showed you in picture format. But you, as an American state national, um, should you choose to correct your status, um, are invited to become a part of self-governance. Whether you're actually involved in the assembly and, and running the government or whether you choose to be just an American state national um, where you're influencing other people in your community, you're choosing to live under the public law the natural law and the 10 commandments, right? Currently we only have one public law in the books in over a hundred years. And that is that a corporation that modifies your DNA through a, a shot that they call a vaccine, um, whether it's a true vaccine or not, cannot own you by virtue of changing your, your DNA. Right. And that should, that patent should have never been processed. It was processed because we've had, um, parties with they don't have our best interest at mind running our patent office and that has to be addressed and it is being addressed 
What you'll see down the bottom of the screen is um, we call them peacekeeping, the peacekeeping task force in the land jurisdiction. And that makes up um, you know, county sheriff, sheriff deputies, county militias, state militias, um, special forces and continental marshals. The um, word militia in Hebrew means people or the coming together of the people, right? It doesn't mean um, a military force that's going to rise up and, you know, create a revolution or anything yeah. like that. That is a negative connotation that's been assigned to the word. Um, and that's not necessarily what we mean. Well, Being right, an American. Like with, yeah, just like with this great awakening, we're not firing a shot. We're just coming together and exposed and, and, and sharing truth. Right. I found out du jour. You want to know? Mm -hmm. Okay. It means um, by right. Duh. And jour is mm -hmm. by right, of right, because of our God given rights. Du jour. Of the land. Mm -hmm. yeah. We are born of the land. In Genesis, God took um, us from the dirt. Yes. He made man yes. from the earth and from his breath. Amen. Love he it. breathed breath into the dirt to make. Um, man so that's it's really important there, there's that's a lot so of biblical cool. there's a lot of biblical basis in what we do as um americans and as participants or members of the american states assembly we are peaceable people we want to keep the peace we want to treat others as we would be as we want to want to be treated and we want to stand in honor yes i gotta tell you something real quick revelation 11 11 says god breathed life into them and they stood up if, if Amen. and so that's that's so uh, so much hearkening back really to adam how the lord took the dirt made him like a play-doh man and breathed into him and gave him a, and made him a living being and that's exempt this is really what's happening with this resurrection really and the great awakening from revelation 11 11 the next thing it says there was great fear great fear fell on all who are watching and i'm talking about the cabal right now <laughs> they're scared to pieces because they know we're awake we're alive and we're we're not putting up with it anymore well i can tell you god's laws his spiritual laws are on earth as they are in heaven Amen. or as they are in heaven they are also on earth Amen. and a man reaps what he sows god will not be mocked amen and so i can tell you with um intensity and honesty that god's laws will prove true and correct once again amen we never know when or how but his word has the ultimate say amen so we've been operating in a de facto government which is basically an inversion of what we talked about earlier where the people are actually the straw man and we're underneath their um we are a ward of our state which is a franchise of the territorial or the municipal government and therefore um they own it all and that's not the way it was designed no so i often say to people you have to stand up you have to rise up and raise your hand and say i am an american amen i am a living man or woman on the county on the state and i'm here to reclaim all that is mine all that belongs to me it means you're reclaiming your children. You're reclaiming your assets. You're reclaiming your money. You're, um, you're reclaiming your credits. All the things that belong to you that were, um, quote, stolen need to come back to their rightful owner. Love it. So this is the part of the conversation where I get to ask people, do you want to be 
play offense or do you want to play defense? Do you want to be the bat or you want to be the ball? I'm not here to tell you which to choose. I'm just here to tell you or to remind you that you are free to choose. You are a living man or woman. You are free by God's design to choose if you want to be and you want to limit people from scoring against you or do you want to be the one scoring? That's your choice. Okay, so what is becoming a state national? We've done all this conversation to get to this one slide. Right. And I think it's all pertinent to get you to understand why there are so many documents and what they mean. Um, If you in section one, you'll notice there is a a simplified process to get you to become an American state national. You're an American state citizen if you complete all the paperwork and your elected into the assembly to participate in self-governance. Okay. And that's a little more of a process and not everybody wants to be there and that's okay. There's a one page declaration of the Naturalization Act of 1779. There is a path for people born in in America, in a state, um, one of the 50 states or territories. There's a process for legalized for legal immigrants that are naturalized, for legal immigrants that are assimilated, and for federal employees. Okay. So there's different. So can, can we show them that document? Do you have a copy of that? Or I can, um, I can show it to you on my screen. We, when we get to the end, let, let's do that. Okay. Um, right, I have so some so, yeah, so you know, That's the simplest thing. If you just wanted to just do that, you could do the Naturalization Act of 1779. And, and just that's the step. That's the first step. Okay. Simple step to do, to, to get yourself... Uh, free. And from that point, you copyright your name, which means no one can monetize your name without your consent. So when you get pulled over and you get a speeding ticket or a moving violation, and they create a ticket with your name on it from your driver's license, then you, they are basically creating a contract and they are establishing a bond on your social security number and your driver's license. Okay, so um, when you become an American state national there and you copyright your name, they do not have permission to write your name on that ticket unless you give it to them. When you say, I choose not to contract, because one, most likely you're not driving in a commercial activity, you are traveling in your personal property Right. So on one hand, they say, hey, your car is an extension of your home and therefore you can carry your weapon. Um, but on the other hand, they say, oh, you're driving in a commercial capacity. It just there's it a lot depends of, on what suits them. It's, yes, there's a lot of duplicity in the system. So then um, once you do that, you can call yourself an American state national. Now, what happens is you, um, you work I'm with sorry. your. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, I'm, I'm already getting confused. So the, after you do step two, you can call yourself. No, step one. one. Step one. After state number one, okay, that's what I thought, okay. So you will, um, this is actually representative of how the Texas Assembly does it. You can um, contact, there's a link at the top, um, the americanstatesassembly.net slash correct dash your dash status. That will take you um, to more information about this, but you can also click on there and find you the coordinator for your state assembly, and you can reach out to the person and um, let them know of your interests and they will help guide you on that state's process. However, although all states may vary in their process, the forms used here 
are have been set up by um, Audubon Rights and they have been cured. So you don't want to deviate from the templates. Yeah. We call these all the forms in step two and three. Uh, we call the 928s. That is the core documents that correct the things that have been done to you. And those are outlined in Anna's blog post number 928 as the basic forms. Okay. In the upper right hand screen, you'll see there um, the title of the post is basic forms. Okay. So you can go there and look at each one of these forms in section two and three and get an idea of what's contained, the data that's contained in those. The certificate of assumed name means you, um, you reclaim all the names. Your, so your birth name, your married name, any of your nicknames in all of its forms and varieties. Believe it or not, there's upper lowercase, there's all three of your names, there's your middle initial, there's a middle initial with no period, there's last name, comma, first name, um, in all caps and in upper and lower. There's so many variations. So the tool that, um, at least the one that Texas uses, the land recording system, uh, you can buy the package and you can just put the information in there and it'll populate the form for you. You don't have to worry about that. Otherwise, you go through the template and you replace um, the appropriate information that belongs that's specific to you in there. You'll also okay, certify... You I think that in the past, when they call it the 928, it was actually literally 928 documents that they had to send to all these different parties. And now it's simplified because you can just fill this out one time on the land recording system and, 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 and it's done. Am I right? Well, I think the 928 relates to the blog post number 928. But yes, there were a lot of forms. Okay, this has been simplified. This has been simplified okay. down to all of the documents that you see okay. here. The one pager is kind of a summary of all of the stuff contained in sections two and three. And then you go back in more detail and file the additional documents. Okay. Um, and so there is, there is a process. And we're in community here in the assemblies. We help each other. Um, there's plenty of people out there that can, you know, help guide you if that's something that you need. But in order to do this, you're going to need your birth certificate and you're going to need probably more than one copy. I would say one that you always keep in your possession and then you're going to need at least two to three more, depending on how far you go in the process. So uh, depending on your budget, that'll determine how many you get at any one time. You can always go back and get more, but make sure you have a couple on hand. And this is a certified long form birth certificate that I'm gonna talk about in a second. But once you do your paperwork in the land reporting system um, or in order to do your paperwork, you're gonna create a profile, you're gonna add a photo that needs to be a passport photo according to and adhering to the passport photo guidelines. You're gonna to need to include a thumbprint, which is red ink. And um, it needs to be clear and legible, not smeared or smudged. And then you pay the $25 publishing fee and that gives you access to the documents. Now, every state's not using this system. This is a Texas system. So check with your state to see what their options are. Um, I did just talk with a recorder in Texas and she was saying that they're, they're trying to get it where everybody, and, and yes. she acted like just everybody was pretty much on it now, but you know, hopefully, hopefully I, that's happening right away. Hopefully every state will be on this, yes. And um, it is, I used it, even though I had already filled all my forms out, just to make sure that I had every version of my name covered. And it was awesome. You just create the document, save it as a PDF, 
off you go. Then you can yeah, well, print it. The, the great thing with this one is you don't even have to do, save it. You know, it printed it out so that I was ready to sign it, but I just have to make sure mm -hmm. to sign it with the name that is on that document because it, it might be my maiden name in some cases or whatever, depending on the. And some documents are red ink and some are blue ink. Um, so please don't sign anything until you're in front of your recorder, your recording secretary for your assembly. Um, unless there's a specific instructions to sign in front of another notary when you're just gonna present those documents already notarized. The one pager that we talked here, the one pager and the two witness testimonies in step one, those have to be notarized by the recording secretary. They cannot be notarized by a public notary. Okay. Okay. So um, once it's all said and done and you've done your uh, pager publishing fee, you can order a credential card that looks like the image in the bottom left-hand corner. That's going to give you, that's a $35 fee to get that card. And that will be your identification. At this point, um, after becoming a state national, you do not have to participate in the driver's license, the vehicle registration, and all of those corporate statutes that no longer pertain to you because you're not a U.S. citizen. You're not part of their um, their system. You've become an American national. So you are on the land jurisdiction and not in the sea jurisdiction. You can use it if you want to, right? Because you're reclaiming your straw man, the fictitious corporation in your name. And right. you are going to be the president and CEO and you're going to operate that corporation. You're going to be the primary, the priority creditor for that corporation. And that's important. We probably don't have time in this video to get into that when we right. can do an additional one about priority creditors and about American credits and the, the like. But your Department of Health typically holds the vital records. Sometimes they're called vital statistics. And um, in, at least in Texas, we file those with the county clerk. And so the, our county clerk um, holds those records as well. But nonetheless, you want to get the long form which is actually an image of the certificate of birth. In some states, it's called a certificate of live birth. And you want to get a an image of that original document onto this bond paper. This bond paper represents a security instrument. It's got a watermark in it that if you copy it, it's going to say void all over it. This is a certified original. Um, you may say, well, I have the original at home and it's got my footprints on it or it's got my handprints on it. Those are heirloom certificates or ceremonial certificates. That is not your original birth certificate. Your original birth certificate is long gone to the Department of Commerce and to the Federal Reserve. Okay, all you have is a certified copy. In other, it's a copy that the appropriate official has said, yes, this is true and accurate and correct. This is how it appears in our records. And I'm putting my signature and my seal on it. And it's right. on this bond paper that not just anyone can get. Okay, and you wanna make sure that it's signed by your registrar. You wanna make sure it's this image. Sometimes the clerks will type up the same information and put it on a bond paper and sign it. That's not what you want. You want this long form birth certificate. Okay. And when you say it's a security instrument, I always want people to know that what, the, what she means by that it's, it's like a stock certificate that has a, it's like a, it's like paper money. It's like, you know, there's a, there's a value to this piece of paper. This is basically your, the, your, your value as part of, as their chattel. 
showing that, that you're, yes, they this, own you. <laughs> this instrument kicks off a birth certificate bond in your name. In your all, corporate, your, your, your corporate name, all your life. And the value of those bonds um, per Audubon rights, the average American is worth anywhere from eight to $40 billion. <laughs> That's crazy. And they've used that credit. Um, I won't go into a long thing here, but basically how money works, it's a fractional reserve banking system. So they've tapped into your credit to loan money to other people to create businesses that generate revenue, that pays more taxes, that creates more products where they have more vested interest and it's a big vicious circle. And they don't get the play money, they get the real hard assets. Yes. They, they don't trade mess with the play money. Promissor. Only slaves play with the play money. Yes. They hold title or think they hold title to the real assets. And as an American, we stand up and reclaim those assets as our own. Yes. They claim that we are missing in action. And so therefore um, we have abandoned our property. So they get to say what happens to it. And it's only when we don't object that they can continue the scam. When we object, then they have to stand in their rightful place. Yes. If you're born abroad, there's a certain process you have to go through the U.S. Department of State. So if you're born on a military base in another country or if you were, um, your parents were U.S. citizens or they were Americans and you were born abroad, there is a process for that. Um, check out the Bureau of Consular Affairs to see if how your birth was recorded and filed in that country and get the appropriate documentation. So the question is, who are you? What is your identity? Um, how do you see yourself? What are your, what are your life goals? What's on your bucket list? What is the purpose and destiny that you have on this earth? The answers to those questions will tell you your why and your why will motivate you to go through this process, no matter how simple or how painful, right? When you decide that you don't want to live in the lie, you don't want to be considered a United States citizen or a citizen of the United States. You want to become an American with all your inherent rights as a living man or woman on the land and soil as an American state national, an American state citizen. I invite you to come home to the land and soil. There is something so freeing about the release of bondage. I found myself saying, I'm an American. I'm an American. I'm an American. Yes. Um, you know, and you know, we've just been taught to believe that United States citizen is what we are. And it is in fact um, that we did not understand the true definition or the meaning of that statement. Right. And I um, think of it as we're, we're physically, we, we move from one, you know, like the domain of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son, as the Bible says, you know, we've moved out of this, this uh, corporate construct and we've moved into the land called America. I think of it that it, it, it's phys we're physically moving and then they lose their power because they don't have anyone to tax. <laughs> they don't have anyone to control. Exactly. Well, and, and that's what it's all about. Right. And, and I've had people tell me, you know, well, you know, that's a lot of money. And then people kind of get fixated on the money, but you have to look at, you have to ask yourself, what is money? Right. Money's just a tool, right? Right. If your heart's intention is to use money for good and to recognize that it's all God's, he's allowed us to be the steward 
We want to be good stewards. We want to be good stewards of the assets. We want to be good stewards of the money. We want to be good stewards of our free will. Right. When we set our intention in a righteous place, we get a righteous result. Amen. When the intention is set in an unrighteous place, we get an unrighteous result. Right. And then and the Bible when you so, go and you say, you know, realize you're in a, the land jurisdiction, they don't have this jurisdiction over you, then then they can't force you to do this or that. So they right. don't even have the right to speak to you. They don't right. even, Anna always right. says, do you even have, why are you right. even addressing me? Right, right. So land record, do you want to do the, me to stop uh, sharing and then go to the land recording? I want to say one oh, more oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. And that That's is, fine. is that the flag that we've known is the wartime flag. I invite you to become an American and to fly the civil peacetime flag because we are a peaceable people. We I are God-fearing and God-loving people. And we want to represent the kingdom of God in a righteous way. And that is being civil and peaceful and, and standing in honor of what we represent and those who we represent. Well, yeah, I've got so the that's, flag behind me. I need to get that. I need to get this. So that flag. is, um, that it, it's just important to set intention and to know that um, there is true meaning behind it. And we've just always been taught, hey, this is your, this is your national flag. I never questioned it in my entire life until the last few years. Right. So that is Thank um, you. That's just so about great. all I have to share okay, on let's this. Let's do. Let's go to the lame recording though. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump over to that because I want to make sure that everyone knows how to do it. So this is what it looks like, you guys. And the first thing you're gonna do when you get there is you'll have to set up a user ID and password. They'll send you an email and do it, you know, as usual. But this is what she was talking about over, uh, as setting up your profile. Okay. So the, this these three little lines over here. When you click right there, you just click on my profile, and then you'll. I've already filled this one in, but basically you just fill in all of these, uh, all of these these um these lines okay these um these fields and so then you go to the born name you'll go to the contact that has your all of that you'll go to okay then remember how she was talking about putting in your thumbprint and putting in your your uh, passport photo it gives you here information about you know what how you know exactly how you follow all the guidelines for the face image and the thumbprint image okay so you do all of that and then uh, basically here you can put in other family members names so you can take care of their paperwork too then you can um, you everyone needs to sign up for the peacekeeping task force to do something so that we are no longer uh, just uh, doing everything by proxy that we all have a, a role to play in self-government. Okay. So there's all the different choices there. So basically when you finish that, then you can go and place your publishing order, which is just going to be $25. Then you go to the checkout, you pay for that. Okay. Um, and each state might be a little bit different, but as she was showing us that screen where it talks about, uh, you know, the one pager, the, the, the 928, the, you know, all these different ones that you can get depending on what you're wanting to accomplish. Um, then, you know, there'll be a fee for that and you'll pay your recorder, your state recorder. Now, before we do anything else, I want to show everyone how, you know, uh, how to contact, hold on, how to contact your state um, uh, recorder. Is that what it is? Your so coordinator, the, state coordinator. Okay. Okay. Let's go back to this one. Okay. Right here. I'm going to, let's go ahead and take you to that screen and then to join your state assembly. I'm going to take you to the, both of those so that, um, you know, why am I having such a hard time getting what I want to get? 
this one right here. All right, so two screens I want you to see. One is to correct your status. That's the 1779 one I was talking about before. I wanted everyone to see. Those are, that's basically the wording there. Um, as uh, America First was telling us to go to the americastateassembly.net slash correct dash your dash status. And that basically is the, that step one, okay? And that's the wording there. All right, then there's lots more great information here, but to join your state assembly, you would click on your state. And that's where, for example, if you're in Texas, I, I click on Texas and immediately it'll come up with a screen that says, this contact your state coordinator. And then you just basically email them. They will email you back the instructions on what you are to do. Okay, but it'll help a lot. Having watched this video, you'll already know uh, basically what you're going to do. And I'll tell you, um, so the coordinator typically puts you in touch with a recording secretary and the recording secretary helps you record those papers. It, it's unfortunate that at this point in the game, a lot of the recording secretaries end up having to educate along the way and it creates a bottleneck. So one of the things I'm trying to do in mission with you is to educate people so by the time they get to the recording secretary, there's already a common yes. language. There's already a level set of the basic information. They're already aware of what the forms um, look like and, and the, the general premise of them, maybe not the specifics. And if you look at that image of Texas, there is um, 256 counties in Texas and there's a handful of recording secretaries. So we need people to come home to the land and soil and join with your state assembly to right. participate in self-governance. That's awesome. It's Best. not complicated like our government we've thought of because we live under the constitution, right? the public law and the natural law, which is the 10 commandments. Yes, yes. And so right? this, is, this is where we're headed. <laughs> we're no longer going to be part of their cabal construct. We're, we're crossing this Red Sea and we're not going back to Egypt, bottom line. And if you listen to, to Donald Trump, yeah. he, and if you listen to Mike Flynn and you listen to Lynn Wood, they're all using language that gives you an indicator. Oh, wow. I have to listen. Either knowingly or unknowingly. Oh, yeah, they um, know. <laughs> they're talking about assemblies. They're talking about yeah. the land. They're yeah. talking about oh, wow. um, self-governance and the government of the people and by the people. We're talking about the organic constitution. Send me, send me some of those things, but I will make sure to share them on my Telegram. Again, this is my Telegram here, uh, Freedom Freedom uh, Force Battalion, Freedom Force Battalion. Okay, you know, so I, can, I can start sharing some stuff into your channel as well. Yes, um, yes. I'm just tagging you and you can you can share it. Okay, I well. didn't say this, but yes, do that for sure. But um, after you pay for the, they place the publishing order for $25. That guess I didn't say this, but it'll pop up with another little button here that says to print your documents. And so then it'll be easy for you to just create, yeah, create documents. Oh, create documents. Yeah. Okay. Bottom line, create, create documents, documents. let you mm -hmm. print them. And so then you'll you'll have your red ink pad and your red pen and your blue pen and you'll get with, uh, oh, and you have to have witnesses. We didn't talk about that. You want to talk about that real quick? So, yes. So we, um, you need two witness testimonies. Those are two people that have known you for seven years or more. It can be family members. It can be um you know, friends of the family, neighbors, anyone that's known you, your, your pastor, anyone that's known you for seven years or more, basically you fill out the form, you attach, you, you glue um, onto the paper, your passport photo, you'll present, you can go to your bank or you can go to any notary 
or or the recording secretary can notarize it if they're there. If they can't be there at the session that you do with your recording secretary, whether that's live and in person, or whether that's on a um, a virtual session, then you can go to a notary. the The UPS store has notaries. You can go to your bank. Um, you can find some notary services, and you can have them witness. You can have the notary witness your witness saying, "Yes, that's you." That's your name, that's your address, and that's a picture of you. And then you take those two notarized witness testimonies and present those to the recording secretary when you do your one pager. So there's two ways to do witness testimonies. In front of the recording, live in front of the recording secretary, so your witnesses need to be there. So if you have a spouse and a child that's, you know, of age, uh, you know, you have a 16-year-old and you have a, you know, your spouse, they can be there with you when you have your session with the recording secretary and you can, they can notarize it right then and there. Otherwise you'll get it notarized um, ahead of time and you'll present that to the recording secretary. So it's um, when you look at the witness testimonies, there's a passport photo section. There's a block for you. I just went to Walgreens, had my passport photo taken, attached it to the document, fill out the information and um, had my witness uh, sign it in front of a notary and we were good to go. Right. Okay. So I wanted to ask two more questions um, and make sure we cover this, the baby deeds and uh, how to sign your name and, and also the maiden name issue. Okay. Let's start with baby deeds. So um, if you have children, when you had your child, you signed them over as a ward of the state, probably unknowingly. And so you need to claim that as your property. So you're going to file a baby deed. The ba if you're I'm losing you. You're that. Can I, you lost that, I lost that whole sentence. Baby deeds. There you go. I got you. I don't know. We may not have a good connection now. Are you there? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Okay. Go. Okay. So, with baby deeds, you're going to reclaim that property as yours because remember, you signed it over as a ward of the state. Okay. If your child is under 21. You can file one baby deed per child, and that protects them for life. Remember, 21 is the age of majority. If they reach 21 in one day, then they have to go through this process as an adult. Right. And they have to say, I am a living man or woman on the land, and I'm here to reclaim my stuff. Right. And I want to become an if, American. But if they're under 21, then they can we can fill in their name right here on this tab. Yes. Okay. And then you'll there is a baby deed document that you will file and record with the recording secretary that protects that child. Love it. This is an international filing system. So okay. anyone uh, with the, within the quote government can, can have access to these records. Okay. You can also keep a copy of the record um, to provide as necessary a, a uh, a copy of the filing. It'll be stamped with the file date. It'll be notarized. It'll be stamped by the assembly and you'll have that in your possession. 
Let me screen share one yes, time. I want you to, yeah, I want you to share the, the way that you uh, write your name. Do you have that? I will. I, yes, I will. Easier. Yes, because I don't have that. And as I'm well going maiden, to. Share, as well as the maiden name issue. I'm going to share. Um, if you can see my screen, this is the yes. one pager for Texas. Yes. There you go. Okay. And there's only a couple of pieces that you're going to fill in. You're going to fill in your county or your state. Okay. And your county. Love it. And you're going to sign it. If you know the exact date, you can pre-populate this and take the dashes out, or you can leave it like this and handwrite it, which is what I did. Yeah. But notice that it says, I declare that I'm the opera owner and operator of my vessels on earth from the moment my zygote first formed. So this summarizes all of the 928s kind of in one page. And then you're going to follow up this one page with those others if you so choose to go more in detail on each of the items. Okay. You're going to sign your name by, and you're going to, we, we call it an autograph. You're going to autograph your name here in red ink, and you're going to put a little circle C at the end. So it's a little C with a circle around it saying that that's copyrighted name. I suggest you sign it um, in cursive. Oh, really? Or you can sign it. Um, well, actually, I think this one is printed upper lowercase. Yeah. That's in what your I hand. had heard that, that yeah, was think. not something to use, but that in, in, um, the, in the other documents, yes, you can sign in cursive, but it needs to be legible cursive. Right. right. I think it's just be. probably safer to use block letters because then you're not going to have to worry about it being legible or them complaining. No. But the, you put the, you definitely always put the BY colon and then. Uh -huh your full name. Now the mm -hmm. documents that I printed told me exactly whether I was supposed to use my maiden name or not. Yes. So that's they why did. the land recording system is so great because it tells you exactly the way it's supposed to be done. So it's done properly. Yeah. The templates give you an idea, but it's used, it's, it uses a male name as the template. Right. No, the templates are not as good. I like, I like that land. So it fits it out for you. And that's why I used it right okay. to to cover all the names right but when you go to sign something you're going to sign let's just say there was nothing here you would type it was just a blank line you would put by colon your name circle c and you would stamp it with your thumbprint now ah. if you're somewhere you don't have and your thumbprint goes over the last letter of your name oh really yes Okay, so my last name is Red Pill the World. <laughs> so there's a yeah. D. There's a D at the end. So I this thumbprint goes. Okay, what about the C? So I do a thumbprint, and then put the C, or is it, or is a thumbprint covering up the C also? It doesn't matter. It just needs okay. to be over the last letter. Okay, That's all right. The place. Okay, wow. So it would be over the D, and okay. you want to you want to stamp it on the ink pad just so, so there's enough ink, and you want to. Not press you want to set your finger down on the paper but you don't want to press and smudge your fingerprint into the ink gotcha smudge the ink into the paper so if um if you're signing a form let's just say um you can also sign by your name comma authorized representative or you can say a-t-h-r-e-p right because you're there's two um two entities using your name there's you the living person and there's you the fictitious corporation right and when you're signing for the fictitious corporate when your living person is signing for your fictitious corporation in the same name the by and we're talking in, in common law in lawful terms we use the okay. word by in okay. the legal system 
in the jurisdiction of the C, they use a forward slash. So if you'll notice Joe Biden's um, quote, executive orders are all being signed, signed with slash R, um, R Joe Biden Jr. or R Biden Jr. So why is and that? that slash that slash means on behalf of because I don't believe it's really him. Oh, wow. The slash means on behalf of but the by mm-hmm. means that this is a real living man or woman. It's like a byline on a on an article in a newspaper or a magazine, right? Okay. By the person. It's that, right. it's written okay. by you, your right. living person on behalf of your Okay, cool. Um, That's cool. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. okay, so that's how you would sign that from this point going forward. Okay. You're going to put a, a copyright um, symbol after your name. See with on everything you around. do. See the little circle around it. That means that you have um, mitigated their opportunity to monetize your name. Right. And that is a concept called securitization of the flesh. And that was outlawed in 1926. Um, it's basically trafficking. Yes. Enslavement. Yes. When you put that C on there somehow or another, <laughs> they can't do it. <laughs> they they can't, can't contract your name without your permission. Right. Okay. Is that everything? Did you that is, anything you wanted to add about the, the maiden name or just say, look, just sign it. Just so like the maiden, name. so the maiden name. Um, so in a lot of cases, you'll use the name that you, that you're, that you go by on a regular basis today. So that's your married name. Um, in, some cases, depending on the form, like let's just say the um, the assumed names form, right? That's going to be in your maiden name because the 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 fraud happened at the point of birth when you were given right. your parents' name. Right. You're also then going to note in the context of the form all of the other variations of your name, and the land recording system will even walk you through claiming your social media handles, any web domain addresses that you have, Um, nicknames. So if you have a name like Christopher and you commonly go by Chris, or if you have a name like Christine and you go by Chrissy, right. You're going to document those names in that assumed named certificate. Okay. And so it really depends on the form. I would suggest either following the template. Right. If you have questions about the maiden name, you can ask your recording secretary. If your state offers the land recording system, you have to pay the $25 anyway for them to publish those documents for you in that system. It helps pay for the, um, the system itself and the ongoing maintenance. Right. And it is based on a blockchain technology so that it is secure. Right. Um, so you're going to, you got to pay the $25 anyway. You might as well pay it up front and let it create the documents for you. If yes. your state offers that makes it so nice. It really does. Yeah. Okay. I did see something in, in, in this may not, you may not see this, but I'm just telling you in case you do, but let's just say there was, um, Jane Smith Doe, Jane, let's say she was, she's her, her married name is Smith. Her, her name when she was born was Doe. Okay, so then they would say Jane Smith, N-E-E, Doe. And that, that's the N-E-E is, is pointing out that the Doe is her maiden name. You may see that, you might not see that, but just in case you do, that helps you just know what, that, what in the world that is because I had no idea. All right, I think I'm going to just basically show everyone how to reach you. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and share my screen again. Okay. Okay, let's stop the share here. Okay. 
All right. So now we're back to, okay, how to reach you, your telegram, um, I think mm-hmm. is, is basically the matrix groove show, which is t.me slash MG show. Is that the best way? That you can find me there and okay. that uh, I'm pretty active in that group. Um, okay. And then you can find me on telegram under um, as America first. America first. Okay. Let me just do that super quick. You, and, uh, America America first. Let's see. Am I going to find you? There you go. Is that you? No, that is not. Um, it's actually, I can give you the, uh, it's t.me uh-huh. slash America the first. Oh, okay. There we go. There we go. I'm glad we got um, this sort- sorted out. Ah, that makes more sense. There's the flag. There There's you go. The flag. There Thanks. you go. Yay. Okay. Uh, so you guys can hook up with America First on uh, to help. But basically, just follow all these instructions and then it's going to make it so nice. But she's wonderful, can help you to get all this done. And I, I claimed America First as a copyright on my Zoom uh, names. I claimed the America the First as well as my Twitter handles, my Instagram channels, my web domain, um, which is a private domain that hasn't really been utilized yet, but it will be at some point in the future. And um, so I would encourage you. you to do the same. Yes, yes. I, it's, it's, yeah, I, I'm so glad they, it's a lot, but this has made it <laughs> doable because I don't think any, to find our way out of this paper bag would have been impossible without all this help. This is really so, so great for everyone to have done all this legwork for us to make it, you know, fairly easy. All right. So again, freedomforce.live is my website, you guys, freedomforce.live. You see my beautiful lion. And then when you go to the media, then you'll see the book, you'll see the, you know, the videos that I do. I do tons of videos on how this is biblical, tons and tons of videos, like 500. And so you can basically put in a, a keyword search and find all kinds of things, but that know that this is the end of them, this end of this horror show <laughs> that we've been seeing and the, the bit shoot and the rumble, but there's my batal- uh, Freedom Force Battalion telegram right there. So, all right. So definitely uh, check into that. Let me just, uh, I guess that's it. Thank you guys for joining us. This is a lot. I know, but at least it's a reference. We wanted it to be just in one place for everyone to have all their questions answered, at least at least a, a, a huge percentage of them. So anyway, thanks guys. And I will talk to you guys on the next video. Bye.